So I'm doing a little bit of rebranding and figuring out exactly how I want to use this platform and this um, space. And so bear with me while I figure that portion out. Um, While spirit alchemy is still a beautiful way to describe, I feel as though the word alchemy is um, becoming more common in the sense that it, for me, has lost some of its sacredness um, because it's thrown in as like a catchword um, for new agey things. And so it doesn't feel authentic to me anymore. And I wonder sometimes if, um, you know, it's better or worse to maintain a quote-unquote name or brand or persona for sake of uh, comfort. And what I actually think is true is that we evolve and things don't resonate anymore. And I think that's okay. Um, Quick update about where I've been. It's been, you know, well over a year since I was recording podcast episodes and it's been a year over a year since I've consistently taught yoga um I have here and there um but I've not been teaching consistently and I am now in a place you know the world is changing and evolving and reopening and I'm um in a place of maybe healing or um processing all that has happened the past, you know, year and a half or so. And I feel in a better place mentally to be able to do so. And so what has prevented me from sharing, from guiding meditations, from um, even from teaching, as much as it makes me really sad to admit is that I didn't feel like I was in um, a pure enough space so that I could conduit information and energy through my voice and through my presence. And it's been really difficult for me to acknowledge and to share. And it's the truth. And I don't know what is best. I don't know how other people continue to teach and uh, hold space. And I also think it's been incredibly needed. And I know that for me personally, in my experience, um, my potency may or may not be true. This may be insecurity or doubt, but I feel as though... um, my creation, I don't trust what comes through me if I'm not, uh, if my mind is not clear. Because there is a difference between consciously thinking and processing information that I share. For example, like, I think, I don't know, I think you could potentially write out a script of what to say on a podcast and read it. And I think that's really wonderful and um, a powerful way to present information. 
Um, and the quality for me, the quality of what I put out, I don't believe is the same if I am thinking consciously, cognitively, versus, um, I feel like channeling is a misused word or would be a misuse of word for me to use. I don't know if that just made sense, but um, if my channel is clogged with thought, the truth is not going to filter through me or come through me as purely. And the beauty and curse of that um, is that this past year I've had to touch some aspects of my past that I thought I was done with dealing with. And I had to do so gently with compassion. Um, specifically anxiety and depression. And um, while, yes, there's the perspective that those words get tossed around pretty frequently, I also think that in this time, the depression and anxiety has been touched, has felt, been felt by so many more people. Um, I feel like there has been a collective grief and there's a heaviness that um, sometimes feels inescapable regardless of what I'm doing in my own world and how I'm taking care of myself and the collective energetic field or the vibrational field that we are existing in right now. And I think that's, that's something just powerful to acknowledge. And I think in the last podcast episode that I made, or I was talking about anxiety, I mentioned how um, this past year, and it became even more, prev, prev, um, I felt it more as the year went on, that the tools that I would use before 2020 to maintain my well-being and um, keep myself, you know, clear and happy and motivated and all these things, uh, they weren't enough in 2020. It wasn't enough to do the things that I had previously been doing. And that's a hard adjustment. I also reached a point where I had no motivation to do the things that I knew I needed to do to maintain my well-being. And so that's something interesting that I am currently processing is why, um, why I reached that point where I couldn't even motivate myself and truthfully still sometimes can't motivate myself to do what I know I need to do to create the outcome that will support the way that I feel. And maybe that's just, that's just depression. Nothing more. And maybe it's that simple. 
So what I want to move towards, I want to continue to offer meditations and I may have started this before and not dove further into it, but I want to start the dialogue of normalizing the conversations of um, of depression and um, even like darker aspects of that and also impacts of anxiety and the parts of that that doesn't get talked about. Because what I find is when in those places, unless you have a trusted group of people that you can connect with and unless you have a therapist, which I fully recommend, um, it can be really beneficial to have somebody to confide in and to talk to. And I know, and I know it's not always... Um, that's something that's hard to motivate yourself to do too. But I want to hold the space uh, for the conversation so that if or who anybody happens to tap in and listen, um, that you know that one, that you're not alone. Um, And to offer insight to what processing can look like and can feel like. Um, because learning to process heavier, darker emotions isn't the easiest thing to do. It's easier to just like move on. And while yes, you do want to move on and that's uh, important, um, it's also important that when you're in a, a little bit of a lighter space or mindset, um, you're potentially uh, your capacity to process the heavier information heavier information without it throwing off your emotions or your um, feelings or your energy is a little bit different and in that processing you can learn to have a more compassionate voice for yourself you can begin to look at yourself through the lens of, holy shit, I went through so much. And you can speak to yourself as if, it's almost as if you hear a friend tell you all of the things that they went through and all the things that you felt. And you have that empathy for them. Your heart aches for them. And you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry you went through that. You begin to have that language towards yourself too. And as you start to build that language towards yourself in that processing, um, there is greater potential for you to talk to yourself in that narrative in your day-to-day life and um, when you're going on about the things with work and home You can start to teach yourself also how to speak kindly to yourself, empathetically. So that's a whole lot of, a whole lot of everything. (laughs) And what I've been experiencing and thinking about and what I want to create And doing this in the way that I want to, vulnerably and 
genuinely and authentically feels really scary to me. Um, for fear of being misunderstood or, you know, made fun of or um, judged. And at this time, I feel as though what I have to offer to those who need to hear it to help them remember is potentially greater than my fear I feel like at this point in my life, it's time for an ego death, a death of um, attachment to perception. I think we, as humans, can often um, judge ourselves. I don't know if everybody does this. I do it. I judge myself through the lens through which I believe other people are perceiving me. So I filter judgments of other people that I don't actually know if they have it. Um, Of me. And it's both easy to say that we don't care what other people think of us. But it's something entirely different to practice and believe. That's something I'm learning to do. Um, Yeah. And so... Um, I'm going to guide a meditation now. And so, wherever you are, take a moment to find your seat. Maybe find some wiggles or shift your hips. Or maybe you're laying down. And if you're comfortable letting your eyes close, otherwise... um, You can soften your gaze. And just be here for a moment. If your thoughts are racing, let them race, but let them race with observation. So notice the types of thoughts that you're having. And I'm just gonna give it just a moment, nothing too long. Slowly draw breath into your body, fill up the lungs with air. And then a soft sigh out of the mouth. One more time, inhale. Sigh. 
Sigh it out, exhale. And feel your breath come in and out of the body naturally without gauging or forcing or adjusting your natural way of breathing, but just noticing the parts of your body that expand as you breathe in and the parts of the body that constrict when you breathe out or soften. And also notice if your breath is long and slow or short and shallow and you don't need to change it. I just want you to notice it. And we'll be here for a moment as well. Not too long, just a little bit. Visualize with your mind's eye or if you operate on more of a like logistical um, place, start to imagine or visualize or consider the outline of your body. So almost like a cartoon drawing like some of those filters do, um, where it draws the outline of your body. So consider that. And then notice what thoughts or feelings align or come to present themselves as you do this. And it's not a right or wrong, but an observation. Are you able to consider the outline of your being as simply an outline? Or are there some judgments or thoughts beyond that that appear? And now I want you to imagine, and if you're already sitting in a sunbeam, you won't have to imagine, but I want you to imagine um, the sun or a light somewhere around you. It can be on top, in front of you, at an angle, 
And I want you to imagine or visualize or consider the light shining onto you, the outline of your being. And so as this line, uh, light of the sun is shining onto you, the warmth and the glow, the golden glow, or maybe a warm yellow, starts to soften the lines, that cartoon line image, or the harshness of the separation between your being and what is around you. So that you start to see yourself, your being, your body, come to life. So mind's eye or imagination or logically considering. Bringing texture and color to this perception of yourself. And so see yourself sitting or laying in this glowing light. In a way that brings life to your being. Fullness, wholeness, radiance. And then bring your attention to your heart. The space in your chest, uh, a little bit to the left of your center. If you're still enough, maybe you can feel your heartbeat. Maybe you can visualize your heart. Maybe just considering that you have a heart and it is beating inside of your chest. And so with this next part, release pressure or need to hear or know anything. Feel the presence of your heart. It's magnificence and beauty and life and warmth and love. And ask your heart this question. 
what do you know that you would like to tell me? What is it time for you to hear from this knowledge and wisdom that resides in your chest? There's no need to doubt, so if you hear something great, if you don't, great. If you make something up, great. It is not wrong. It is as it should be. If it feels appropriate, thank your heart, yourself for the message. However it presented itself. bring your hands gently to your heart space and I invite you to I don't want this to sound cheesy But I want you to compliment yourself if you feel comfortable doing so. And it can be, and I'm proud of you for being here right now. It can be You have a beautiful breath. It can be, my heart is amazing for keeping me alive. It can be, I am strong. Whatever comes to you.
and take a few intentional conscious breaths. Maybe feeling your chest lift into your hands as you inhale and noticing how you feel on your exhale. And then take one more big breath in, a soft sigh out. And if your eyes are closed, you can maybe very, very gently just blink them open and start to notice what's around you, your furniture, your clothes, maybe a water bottle. to see all the things around you. And I want you to know that you're not alone. Now or ever in this world. As you experience highs and as you experience lows You are connected to something bigger and greater, the environment around you. It's scientific. It's not woo-woo. We are literally interconnected with everything around us. I hope that you're feeling good even if you feel soft know that it's okay to feel soft that is a gift it is potent and very powerful I invite you to go drink a glass of water maybe Step outside for a few moments, breathing fresh air. Or call a friend or someone close and tell them that you love them. And just in case you don't hear it from anybody else today, I love you and you're beautiful and you are important. Wishing you peace and balance, neutrality. Have a good day.